Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam-Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavey.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram, at jakeadamdavey. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. There are two types of content at your disposal that you can be using on social media right now. And this doesn't matter whether you were talking about Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, any platform, two very different types of content that you can start using right now. And actually, I personally for a long time leaned towards one of these styles over the other. I found it was much better suited to me. I've since gone back and switched the other way but really it's something that I want to be using both styles of within my own business. And I wanna share these with you now so that you can actually identify where is best for you to be using these, which is the better style for you, and how can you incorporate both of these into your brand building and sharing your message and reaching your audience on social media. Of course, specifically on Instagram. And the beauty of this platform as well is that it's set up for both types of content. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about what that, or how that is and how that works and how you can leverage the different parts of Instagram in line with these two different types of content. So what am I talking about? So let's, let's, let's kind of identify each of these two different types. So I'm gonna, again, draw a line down the middle of the board. It's been my favorite thing to do. And the two different types that we've got, the first of them is this, what I'm doing right now, which is sitting down, with a tripod, with a camera, with the lights on, uh, between videos with the fan on, because it's absolutely roasting in here. Um, and I am sat down and what I'm doing is I am doing the C thing, which is creating content, okay? I'm sitting down and I'm creating content. That's the first type, and that is where you sit down to a camera, talk to the camera, and talk through you know, the specific training, support, ideas, recommendations, suggestions that you would deliver, as if say to uh, one or two people or to a room of people, whatever that might be. So the first of these types is creating content. There are some specific advantages to creating content. There are some, I guess, drawbacks and downsides to creating content as well. And we'll talk about those in just a moment. The second type is this one. And you see a lot of this increasingly now on social media and it's documenting content, okay? So there is creating content and documenting. And documenting on the flip side, this is far more off the cuff. It's a bit more, um, well, it's, it's, it's a bit more, it's totally unplanned, if you like, or there would be a degree of planning. It is, um, it's something where you may have maybe a handheld camera, or of course now we have our smartphones, mobile phones, and you might be talking into the camera whilst walking, whilst moving. It might be that somebody's recording you speaking 
uh, maybe a bit more candidly. So you're talking to a group of people. Uh, they're not talking. You're not talking directly to the camera, but you might be talking to a group of people elsewhere, and you are being filmed as you do that. And that's documenting content and documenting the process. Positives and negatives to both. So let's take a look at which of these content types is best for you, which one you like, which one you prefer. So in terms of the positive, first of all, for creating content, well, the great thing about sitting down and creating content is that it allows you to have a very, very clear plan and clear strategy and clear process in place. So if you're very, very clear on what you do, who you do it for, and the specific problems and challenges that your audience have, when you sit down to create content and say make a list of uh, challenges, uh, obstacles, um, help that people need, and you create content around those topics, that becomes very, very straightforward, easy to plan. And you can sit down literally and create your titles, you can make a list of the topic and the information that you want to write down. Um, you can get yourself in a, in a nice area, you know, you can get yourself looking, looking <laughs> okay, uh, you get yourself looking good, you could put a nice you know, shirt on or top on or whatever it might be. But you could be in a position where ultimately it looks professional, uh, it looks ready to go, uh, it looks like you, you know, you're in a space where you're here and you're ready to add some value and be useful to to, to the audience. That's of course the, the the upside. Having that opportunity to plan in advance means that you can align it with other areas of your business as well. So you can align it with, say, if you've got a promotion coming up, if you've got a launch coming up, if you've got um, if, if there are specific events in your in your calendar that you want to, to to promote and that you're building up to Christmas, you know, New Year, Thanksgiving, Easter. Um, birthdays, anniversaries, all these types of things are, are pretty regular things that you might do that for. And sitting down and creating content means that you've got high quality uh, production or relatively high quality production. This is filmed on an iPhone with a, I don't know, like a $15 microphone, right? It's, it's pretty straightforward and it's pretty simple. Um, the, the, so that, those are the majority of the, or the, the main advantages of creating content. It also, from a a, a, a personal perspective, and this is not necessarily for, for me, uh, but for a lot of people that we talk to, it gives you the opportunity to get very, very clear on what you're gonna talk about if you want to stop the video at any time or stop the images at any time, the photos, whatever that may be, then it's easy to stop, cut, if you like, go back and start again. Um, so, and particularly for people then, if you have, if you're in the position where you you maybe get anxious, you're a bit uncertain about being on camera, you don't feel comfortable talking directly to the camera, maybe you feel that you trip over your, your words and such, I'm not saying that you do, but people feel like that, um, or that they're, that they're not getting their message across as clearly as they want to, then the idea of having that comfort of being able to create content and sit separately uh, in a space where you know the content is gonna be shared at a later date, that fills people with a lot of confidence or a lot more confidence to be able to sit down and share content and get their message across. So those, of course, are the huge advantages of um, creating content. Now, of course, there are downsides as well. There are negatives as well, and we should identify what they are. The downsides of creating content is that it can be a process, and again, I consider this for a lot of people when it comes to Instagram, people that we, we work with on Instagram, it can be a process that people overthink significantly, drastically overthink the idea of creating content. The major, and I come back to this, but the major area that people fall down with social media generally, but certainly with Instagram, is inconsistency and not posting on a consistent basis. And if you can, if you can post 
on a consistent basis, share content, share valuable, useful information on a consistent basis and show up consistently. It's not just great for Instagram, it's not just great for you to show that you are taking this seriously, but it's also great for your audience because they know that they can, uh, it accelerates that know, like and trust relationship because if they can trust you to show up consistently with your content, they can trust you with the delivery of your um, product service as well. But far and away, that's the area that people fall down on. And so the downside here being that if we don't find the time, if we don't feel like it, if we, if you know, things are going on at work or with family or children or whatever that might be, and suddenly we didn't get the time to create the content, we didn't get the time to post, then it brings about a, uh, it brings a lull, it brings a gap in that consistency and ultimately it affects our brand, it affects our business, it affects the potential that we've got to reach more people. The other downside to creating content, and this again is, is more personal for me, but it may not be for, for other people, is that it feels like it takes a lot longer to set up and a lot longer to organize. Now, we've been running the podcast for, you know, we've done over 100 episodes of the podcast now. Um, we create videos, we create content, we put ads on, on uh, Facebook, and we, we've, we've got the blog content and such. Um, and so, whilst it could feel like it's a lot harder to set up, we need to get the uh, the, the camera set up, you need to get the, the environment set up, maybe you've got lighting and such as well, then that can be another downside. So the recommendation would be naturally to batch your content. We did an episode a while back where we uh, had a conversation with Lucy and we were looking at 90 days of content in 90 minutes and how you could create 90 days worth of content in ultimately, yeah, it's as simple as that, in 90 minutes for all of your channels, all of your different platforms um, and how that is possible to do. So if you're looking at overcoming that challenge, if you like, of inconsistency, not really feeling like it, then we need to set time aside, an adequate time aside, to come in and create that content. I personally set, spend a whole day doing content every 90 days. And that simply is that I know that is the day that I'm gonna do content. It's not two hours here or an hour here or four hours or whatever it might be, it's the full day. And if it takes the full day, that's okay. If it takes four hours, that's great because I've got plenty of time to do other things. But my recommendation would be, whether you're doing a full day, whether you're doing a half day, whether you do 90 days, whether you do not, you know, uh, 30 days, let's say it's a minimum for the month, taking time to batch that content and batch the creation of that content as well as the scheduling of that content, that is gonna massively, massively help you moving forward to make this a consistent process. And if you choose key dates in your calendar to say, on the 15th of every month, I'm gonna do this. On the 25th of every month, I'm gonna do this. On the 1st of every month, I'm gonna do this. Then it becomes much easier for you to um, keep that consistency if you are going about creating content. So let's look at the flip side then. Let's look at documenting content. And when we're talking about the positives of documenting content, and documenting content is sharing the process and sharing the journey. Okay, now the beauty of this is that it is very, very quick and easy to create. You know, you can, you can now flip open your, your, your phone. You know, if we we're talking about this 10, 15 years ago, it'd be absolute madness. I remember when uh, the first live video went out, I think it was Periscope, um, was the first live stream that you could do. And that, of course, is, uh, was since bought by Twitter. Um, and to think now that we can, we're in a position where we can literally flick a few buttons and then we can go live and talking to the camera 
or sharing a process or having somebody record you as you deliver a training or as you walk through something or as you're talking, as I mentioned before, to a group of people in training and teaching and such. That becomes about documenting content and documenting the journey, documenting the process. Now, times when you might use this, for example, might be if you are, um, let's see, I gave the example of a launch before. So let's say you've got a product launch. If you've got a product launch, then you might have people either online, it might be a physical store, for example, and you might have either you going around with your camera talking to people or showcasing the event. You might have people within your team or just people that are, are, are following along and visiting who are recording and filming and documenting. There's no necessary planning involved. Yes, the event was planned in advance, but there's not necessarily any, any planning involved or structure involved in the sense of, it has to go like this, we have to say this, the lighting has to be perfect, make sure there's no noise in the background, all this kind of stuff. It, it's more just about the journey and about the process and about behind the scenes. And the other great advantage of this is that, apart from the fact that it's quick, it's real easy, really easy to do, um, in the sense of you just flick the, the, the camera and search, um, it allows you to, to share content on a very, very consistent basis. But because it's behind the scenes, because it's off the cuff, because it's a bit more ad hoc, people feel a strengthened a strengthening of the relationship with you. They feel like they get to know you a little bit better. They feel like they're not seeing something that's highly polished, highly finished, highly refined. They're seeing something that's actually a bit more authentic. And I would suggest that, certainly from what we've seen in the last 18 months, with, of course, the COVID pandemic and lockdowns across countries all across the world, people working from home, people doing Zoom calls and all this kind of stuff and having family and children and you know, just, just general life going on behind them while they're, they're working and running a business or working from home for, for, for companies and such. We're kind of just used to it. And it's, it's kind of like, well, you know, it doesn't even matter anymore. Let's, you know, we've all, we've all got, um, you know, we all, we all live somewhere, we've all got things going on and such. And so it's, it's just a case of getting on and just saying, well, you know, let's, let's, let's just do it. And so I think because of that, it becomes even more accessible for people to access documented content as we go through. Now the downsides, yeah, there are downsides as well, and it depends, I would suggest that the downsides in some part depend on what you are comfortable with. And I alluded to this before in that documenting content, going and flicking, the, the idea of flicking or pressing the, the button on to record live video is easy in the sense of the mechanics, but for some people in terms of how they feel about it, it doesn't feel easy at all, right? It feels quite a daunting thing, it feels quite a stressful thing. It feels like something that's almost impossible to do where you would just flick a, 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 a camera on and, say, and, and start talking. And of course, the, the question is, well, what do I talk about? What am I actually going to say? What, what's going to be useful? What do I say that just mean people just think I'm absolutely crazy? And so the downside in terms of documenting content naturally is that firstly, from a personal perspective, you may feel a little bit insecure and you may not completely feel comfortable with what you're sharing and what you're talking about. The second thing here is that if it's documented and if you're consistently doing documented content and even leaning towards documenting content more, then it is less planned out or generally it's gonna be less planned out. Uh, it might not have the same kind of structure to it that you're looking for. It might not be as well thought through as what you're looking for. It may not get the message across quite as clearly as how you're looking to do it as well. And so there are upsides, positives and downsides to both. Now my personal recommendation is to balance the two. Okay, my personal recommendation is to balance the two and to find time where, yes, you do sit down and create content and 
as we talked about before, batching content, getting clear in advance about major dates in the calendar, specific topics that you wanna talk about, things that are coming up and challenges that are coming up with your audience, and balancing that with um, of the moment, live content, documenting, live video, behind the scenes, all this type of thing, and having a balance between the two. Now the beauty of Instagram is that it's set up for you to be able to do both. And I think that's, that's what's so powerful. Because with your, and this is where I would recommend having the division, okay? So with your main feed, with the posts that go out on a regular basis, which looks probably the most curated part of Instagram, with your main feed, then that's really where you're gonna be creating content. It might be that you're sharing quotes, it might be that you're sharing pictures and such, and that's fine. Okay, if you're taking the pictures yourself, if you're creating the quotes yourself, although I wouldn't generally recommend that, then that's creating content. Or if you're sitting down and creating videos, then of course that is gonna be creating content. It's more highly curated and that would go on your Instagram feed. That would be my recommendation. The other place that you may want to put that, especially if it's longer form video, is you might want to put that on Instagram TV as well. Now, on the flip side with documenting, this is where the tools such as Instagram Live, which I've already mentioned, and Instagram Stories are perfect for documenting the journey, documenting content, okay? One of the big things that we're pushing in Q3 is activity with live video and with stories. Now, we're doing this ourselves. It's something that previously, and, and I think anybody that's been following me for a while will know, way back when I started with Instagram, I did 450 days live in a row on Instagram, um, which was, wonderful in terms of, like I said, it was, maybe it was wonderful for me, it wasn't necessarily wonderful for everybody watching, but it was, it was a wonderful, um, wonderful in the sense that it, it, it helped me grow in so many ways in terms of overcoming those barriers about what to say, what to talk about, being able to create things on, on, on the spot when needed, being able to adapt when um, things didn't go as planned or things happened in the background or in the environment which didn't help the recording being able to adapt when you're getting trolled by people in the comments and such, and you still need to try and keep it together, right? So, it, it, and that obviously has a knock-on effect in terms of creating content over here, because you feel more confident here, so you get more confident here. It also has an impact when you're gonna talk into people at live events, when you're speaking on stage, and you, you know, if that's where you want to be, and if that's what you want to do. For some people, that's not suitable at all. But I guarantee that if you were going through, say, doing live video consistently, documenting um, video and, and, and your journey consistently, it would have an impact in other areas of what you're doing. I've got absolutely no doubt, whatever your business uh, niche is. So that will be my recommendation, that on your creative side, you are creating content, and this is highly, or I'd say highly curated, but this is more targeted, it's more thought through, it's planned in advance, it's created in batches, it's scheduled in advance as well, two weeks minimum, probably 30 days in advance. It goes onto your feed, use a tool like later.com, that's what we use, you can get it completely for free, and get that content out consistently, consistent, 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 okay? Over here, documenting the journey. Live video, Instagram stories on a consistent basis, and this literally can be anything. These are the things that I'm gonna do today. You could set up a live video, hey, Jake here, um, exciting day today, I'm really looking forward to this, this is the major thing I wanna to achieve today, and when I do this, it's gonna allow me to do this, 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 this. Of course, we don't wanna make sure that's re relevant for the audience, but that would be one example. The other thing that you could do, just to give a, another idea, is you could document what's happened through the day. So hey, um, this is my 60 second review of the day, uh, I always wanna share one useful thing for you based on what I've learned through the day. Today I had a meeting, and it went really, really badly and uh, I expected this to happen, I thought this was gonna happen, I thought this was gonna happen, 
but actually it just totally blew up and I wasn't prepared this way I didn't know this I should have done this and so what I've learned is that actually not to take things for granted I need to ensure that I do XYZ all right so that could be another example I and I found that very very easy to do when I got started either do your live video or your stories at the start of the day and talk about what's coming what's going to happen or do it at the end of the day and talk about what has been and what learning has, has come from that and how that can help and support other people okay that's just a couple of examples and of course there are previous episodes if you go back to episode I think 26 27 we talk extensively about stories and such we've talked about live video and there's many many episodes now of the podcast where we talk about creating content in advance as well so there it is over to you creating content documenting content my advice will be to balance the two find a structure and find a system that allows you to do it consistently batching content in advance creating and batching content in advance on this side and then finding a regular pattern in your day or in your week where you document content and document events that ultimately furthers that relationship strengthens that relationship with your audience they feel that they know you better and it ultimately accelerates that know like and trust relationship if you're looking to generate more leads more clients and more customers for the business hope this was useful of course if you'd like any more help you know where to uh, contact me contact me on instagram at jake adam Davey, and i would love to speak to you there looking forward to seeing your created and documented content and we'll speak very soon all the best hi friends jake here again thank you so much for listening to today's episode you can find links to anything that we've discussed books trainings other podcasts uh, anything currently that we're enjoying you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.